What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Okay, so I've been writing stories for a little while now. I tend to write zombie stories a lot. And uh, I was kind of curious how this open AI thing writes a zombie story. I've been kind of goofing around it a little bit. I've had to write a couple um, just random horror stories. And it kind of seems to follow the same general structure. But I'd like to see what it will actually do if I just have it write a story and just keep make it keep going basically you know so if you ask it to write a certain thing it'll write a short little like 200 word blurb of some some crap and uh you can keep you can like have it keep going and i'm just curious what that looks like so i'm gonna ask it to write a zombie story and it just bangs it out so fast too so as soon as it's done right or as soon as it's done writing i'm gonna go ahead and read it and we'll see how how good it is. Okay, so the first story I wrote before or read before, it was kind of open-ended, but um, let's see how this one is. So, the sun was settling on the small town of Millfield, casting a warm glow over the streets. Suddenly, the peace was shattered by a loud, guttural moan. It was coming from the town square, where a group of people had gathered to watch the sunset. As the moan grew louder, the crowd began to panic. Some people ran for cover, while others grabbed weapons, or while others grabbed whatever weapons they could find. A young woman named Emily stood frozen, her, ho- her heart pounding in her chest. She had never heard a sound like this before. Suddenly, a figure emerged from the shadows. It was a man, but he didn't quite look, or he didn't look quite human. His skin was gray and mottled, and his eyes were empty sockets. He was walking slowly, but with purpose, towards the crowd. As the man got closer, Emily could see that he was covered in bite marks. She realized with a jolt this man was a zombie. Without a moment's hesitation, Emily turned and ran. She could hear the moans of the zombie getting closer and closer, but she didn't look back. She knew that if she stopped, she would be doomed. She ran as fast as she could, her feet pounding the pavement. She could hear the other people running with her. But she didn't stop to see who they were. They were all in the they were all in this together, fighting for their lives. Finally, Emily saw the safety of her home ahead. She burst through the front door and locked it behind her, panting heavily. She knew that the zombie wouldn't be able to get through the door, but she also knew that it was only a matter of time before more of them arrived. She grabbed the phone and called the police, praying that there would be uh praying that they would be there in time, as she waited for the help to arrive. Or sorry, as she waited for help to arrive, she could hear the moans of the zombies getting louder and louder. She knew they had to stay strong for herself and for the others. The police arrived just in time, driving the zombies back and saving the town from certain destruction. Emily breathed a sigh of relief, grateful to be alive. She knew that she would never forget the terror of that night and that she would always be on guard for the next time the zombies came for her. Damn, she expects more zombies to show up still. <laughs> like, like this could happen again. Um, 
that's a fun story. I like it's short and sweet. It's it's a really sh- quick read, but it, uh, I mean, it's it, it gets to the point right away, and uh, there's kind of a I don't know happy ending. <laughs> like there's a there's a payoff at least. Whether it's a good payoff or not is up to you. Um, but I'm curious if uh, if I have it keep going, I wonder what it'll do. So let's do that. Okay, we're gonna have a little friend for the rest of the thing. This is why I don't do uh, live streams because my son wakes up randomly in the middle of the night. Um, but I would like to get this video done before uh, it gets crazy late. So it looks like it, it kept going, which is nice. So let's see what happens to Emily. So as the police worked to clear the town of the remaining zombies, Emily couldn't shake the feeling of dread as she settled in her stomach. Uh, sorry, Emily couldn't shake the dread of that had settled in her stomach. She knew that this was only the beginning. The zombie outbreak had spread rapidly, and it was only a matter of time before it reached their small town. She and the other survivors huddled together, trying to come up with a plan. They knew they couldn't stay in Millfield for long. It was only a matter of time before the zombies broke through their barricades. They needed to find a way to escape, and fast. After much discussion, they decided to make their way to the nearest military base. It was their best chance at finding safety and a way to stop the spread of the virus. They set out under the cover of darkness, using the back roads to avoid any zombie patrols. It was a long and grueling journey, but they were driven by their fear of what would happen if they stayed behind. When they finally reached the military base, they were met with a sight that filled them with hope. The base was heavily fortified, with soldiers manning the gates and checkpoints. They were ushered inside, and for the first time in days, Emily felt a sense of safety. The survivors were given medical attention and a place to rest. And soon, they were sharing their story with the military officials. They knew that their information could be vital in the fight against the zombies. As the days passed, Emily and the others worked alongside the military, providing intelligence and helping to develop a plan to stop the virus. It was a long and difficult road, but they were determined to see it through. In the end, they were successful. The virus was contained, and the world was sane from a full-blown zombie apocalypse. Emily looked back on those dark days with a sense of pride knowing that she had played a small but important role in saving humanity. I like the end of that. I don't know why. That that had some like uh serious like Terminator 2 Judgment Days ending to it. <laughs> you know, where they whether they they thought they really stopped the machines from taking over. I, I kind of felt like that with the end of this one. I like that. I wonder <laughs> though if we can just keep it going. Like all of a sudden the zombies uh the zombies come back. Okay, this one seems much shorter so let's take a look so after the weeks and months passed emily and the other survivors worked to rebuild their lives it wasn't easy but they were grateful to be alive despite the horrors they had faced they were determined to move forward and make the most of their second chance they knew that they had been given a gift and they were determined to use it wisely emily returned to a job as a teacher using her experiences to educate her students about the importance of preparedness and community she also worked with local organizations to help those who had been affected by the zombie outbreak, providing support and resources to those in need. She knew that the threat of another outbreak was always looming, but she refused to let fear dictate her life. She lived each day to the fullest, grateful for the chance to make a difference in the world. As the years went by, Emily became a leader in her community. Known for her strength and resilience, she was a survivor, and she was determined to help others do the same. And though the memory of the zombie outbreak would always haunt her, 
She knew that she'd come out on the other side stronger and more determined than ever before. I like that. That's that's like a nice uh that's a nice way to end that story. I don't I don't think I wanna I don't think I wanna fuck with that one anymore. Um I actually really like that. So Emily's story starts with her being terrified in a house in Millfield, leaving Millfield, being saved, well, originally being saved by the police, the outbreak getting crazy, her helping them come up with like a, a solution or of a, a, oh my God, a, a way to kill the virus. And then her falling back into her role as a teacher, right? Yeah, a teacher in the aftermath of the zombie apocalypse. That's a hell of a story. That's a hell of an arc in like a 10 minute, not even a 10 minute story. That's like a six minute story. Emily went through a heck of a arc there. <laughs> but this guy looks like he's ready for me to <laughs> take him downstairs to rock him for a little bit. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I, I want to make more like this. I really think this open AI stuff is so, so cool to me. And it's got such huge potential for stories because the, I mean, the hardest part about writing a story is one, coming up with an idea, two, actually wanting to write the damn thing, and three, um, taking the time to write it. You know, like those are like the hardest things for me is just the idea is the hardest. And then just wanting to sit down and write after a day of taking care of my kids. So I think we're going to do more of these stories. I hope you guys enjoy this video. Um, yeah, come back for some more next time, and maybe we'll do like a really long one. I maybe I'll do. Uh, we just did a dogscape episode not too long ago about the dogscape. Maybe I can get this thing to write some more tales from the dogscape because that was a that was a Looney Tunes episode. I, I liked that one a lot. So maybe we can see if this AI generator can make something like that happen. But come back next time for some more spooky stories. And as always, remember to face your fears.